Good morning. Good night. Good evening if you're listening out, you know, overseas and everything. Welcome. Welcome back. I missed y'all per usual. It's your boy, the one and only. You already know what it is. My deepest apologies for not giving y'all a pod. I think it's like the last two weeks, but, you know, the kid wasn't feeling too good, so I couldn't get y'all that raspy voice that y'all wanted to hear so bad, so my bad. I apologize for that, but we back on track now, man. I'm again, I gotta make sure I get y'all the extra episode out. Here it is, a Thursday episode, quite surprising for me, but, you know, I had to make sure I, I got y'all something this week, man. I mean, it was a busy week. It's busy week. Been a busy last couple months. It's a busy month, man, but, you know, we almost have to at the finish line, I had a goal, and still trying to get it, trying to keep it going, so it is what it is, um, but yes, you know, without too much introduction, anything going into this is this week's episode, which is kind of, kind of the, the intricates of dating someone who is, you know, as, as, as dating someone who's incarcerated, so I guess we'll say that. But I'll let y'all get into it. Like always, y'all know what to do. Rate, review, like, subscribe. And I appreciate y'all for doing this. And I'll let y'all later. All right, hello. I'm here. How are you? I'm doing good. And yourself? Good. Thank you for asking. It's been a long day today, but I'm glad over. I'm to my home and I'm happy. That's, that's good. That's, that's all that matters. So, first of all, thank you for my podcast. For those of you, I do introduce yourself. All right. Well, first of all, my name is Whitney Jackson. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I am 31 years old, and I work for a big bank, and I am just taking it easy and like I said I want to thank you for having me with you you know this is a, this is a great honor and really like to get into it I appreciate that I'm glad you feel as though it's an honor a lot of people who I've had on they never said mm-hmm. like means a lot Definitely that. of okay. course yes what high school I went to Mars Park for all four years Mars Park Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even know how this part was. I thought it was like a really solo church area around there. So, well, yeah, there's a lot of schools around that area. Um, but Myers Park is a very well known school for, you know, high excellence and academics and sports and all that stuff. So, but I wasn't really into that. I was just there just to, you know, do what I have to do just to get out. So, yeah. Was it, was it Myers well, Mars Park, it was a um, majority a white school, but um, you have your, you know, your areas where you know that, you know, where the black people be at, you know, where the Hispanics will be at, and you'll see the Asians and the the other ethnics and races will be joined together. So, but in our, in our little area, we all knew each other. We was like a big old family. You know, we know who to talk to and who not to talk to. So, but like I said, it was a good school. It was like a, it's, it's a huge campus. And um, like I said, I, I had a great time there at Mars Park. If I had to, you know, do it all over again, I would definitely do it at Mars Park. Okay, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste any time, any busy time on this, this Wednesday hump day night. I'm recording on a Wednesday, so congratulations. On Tuesday on oh yes. Day, so. Oh no, right. We um, getting over there. 
Yes, yes, definitely getting there. All right, so your relationship status is? Right now is pretty much in between at this time, just to be honest with you. Okay, like explain in between. Well, right now I am talking to a person that I have not met before. We met online. Actually, I met him online. And um, he is a he's currently incarcerated at this time. And I reached out to him because, like I say, I never did any type of. First of all, I, I wanted to do like a pen pal thing with, a, you know, with an inmate for a very long time. And since, you know, I'm pretty much got a lot of time on my hands, you know, I was thinking like, you know, why not give it a shot? So what I did was I went online to um, writerprisoner.com and whatnot. And I looked at numerous of profiles and I looked at numerous of guys and females to write to. So uh, my eye for this guy that I'm talking to, it was because that he's just, you know, he, he reminds me of, he's, he reminds me of myself. He's like a female version of myself. And, you know, just basically the profile was just like, okay, I'm going, I'm going for him. I'm going for it. So what I did was I reached out to him via JPay. You know, they can able to receive emails and I sent them out an email to introduce myself. And we just pretty much hit it off from there. It was like, we were just one in the same. We, you know, the conversation was just pure bliss. And now it's gotten to the point now we're, you know, talking, you know, not serious, but he is pretty much feeling over the moon, I guess you could say, because nobody really haven't, he has not been reached out from a lot of people in a very long time. Mind you, he's been in prison for 15 years. He's been in there since he was 17 years old from what he told me. And he's about 34 now. So he has about a couple more years left until he's able to be free. So right now he's over the moon knowing that, you know, a girl will reach like me will reach out to him out of all people. And <clears throat> that's where, you know, he's coming at me like, you know, I'm the one for him, you know, because the fact that we got so much in common and the conversation is great and the fact that, you know, I am the way I am and the fact that I reached out to him is just that, you know, I'm pretty much making his day every single day. I mean, now we got to the point that he, we call each, he called me every day and he will send me emails every day and he will send me letters every other day. So we stay, it's, it's, our communication is consistent. You know, and that I do like. However, I've been having a lot of slack behind this, so that's pretty much what's been going on. Okay, and that's that's kind of where, where I wanted to start off from. Um, so originally, your intent was to be a nice person and email someone, and that is currently locked up in the prison system. And Correct. You you eventually just fell for them, and now you kind of like them as more than something just a friend right uh, uh, yeah i'm not gonna lie to you it, you know he's just been he just brought so much joy in my life you know i'm i'm never i haven't been really um how should i say this um let's just say this you know outside of you know meeting other guys here i have been successful you know, as much as I have been talking to him, 
you know, he's able to talk to me and not judge me and not make me feel any type of way. You know, he's very easy to talk to, very un- easy to understand. And he, the, the attention that he's given, given me is, you know, it's just I'm not used to this. And I'm like, OK, wow. I mean, he's giving me all this attention. You know, I, I'm like I said, why should I stop? However, if I meet somebody out, you know, out in the real world, you know, it's all about, you know, what you, you know, what you got, what you're doing with yourself, you know, can you cook? Can you clean? Can you do this? Can you do that? You know, that's what I've been getting at, you know, and, but him, it's, it's like, it's more than, than, than that. He's more about, he wants to know me, like, who am I? What am I all about? You know, it's very deep. You know, and in this in this stimulating to me, and, and that's what I do like. You know, which is is a rarity to me. But yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much where it's going at this point. It just it's just a simple fact that where he's located is just giving me and a lot of people, you know, second thoughts. Okay, so. when you say that it's giving a lot of people, I'm assuming that you ex- talk to friends about it you push back is that an action? Uh, yeah of course I mean because for one I never did this before I never reached out to a prisoner before so but however I I had have people in my family that went to prison so it's technically not new to me the only thing that's new to me is that this person I don't know but I am building a relationship with this person so like I say I you know I, I reached out to my mom and my father about it and the thing about what, what my mother, she had, was in a similar situation that I'm in right now. And she dealt, you know, she'd been with a man that was in prison that she met from my uncle who was in prison. He was serving time at that time. And it pretty much, you know, started from there, but it didn't end, it didn't end well, I guess she could say. I really don't want to put all her business out, but like I say, right, right, right. Yeah, like I say, you know, when you come from nothing, it leads to nothing. I guess you can say that. I will leave it right there. Have, yeah. you, have you told that, you know, you met someone who actually is in jail? And if you did, how did they take it? Oh, wow. Um, well, the, the the initial react was, what? Like, Whitney, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself in that situation you don't know this person and then the fact that he's in prison why would you put yourself in that situation where he can just tell you anything out of blue air and you can just you know and you just believe in what he's saying I mean my father I told my father the first time and he went ballistic on me he was pretty much I was trying to explain to him I couldn't even put out a full sentence before he just went off he was just saying that you know I can do way better you know, I deserve better and you shouldn't put yourself out like that. You know, you can't, you know, put, you, you can't just come into people's lives like that, knowing where, you know, where they're at at this point. He could just say anything to you, you know, don't be gullible, don't be naive. You know, that was pretty much his attitude towards the situation. But I was trying to explain to him, which he was, of course, he was not going to hear that. But, he, you know, from how father is, especially, you know, I'm a, daddy's girl they're gonna find a way to protect me from being hurt you know but I told you know besides my you know my mother and my father I did tell a few few people that is you know real dear to me you know 
I've been getting a lot of mixed um, responses, I guess you could say. Okay. Now, do you feel though you being naive? Do you feel like you're just, you know, being dumb and naive? Or is it something like you <laughs> feeling? Like, what is it? I mean, do you have conflicting feelings or what? At the beginning, yes, I did because of the um, the route it was going. Because I'm not going to lie to you, he was going a route that I didn't feel comfortable with. Like, for example, he, he sent me a, a card. He had somebody to, you know, to... For, to do for me and when I open the card up it says that to my beautiful Whitney Seals and my last name is Jackson so mm-hmm. this man already is giving me his last name so I didn't know how to take that I mean of course I was at you know of course I was so happy but I had to really let it sink in I'm just like wait a second like we only been talking these x amount of days and weeks it you know and you already give me your last name which is beautiful by the way but I'm you still learning me and I'm still learning you. I mean, how do you know you're ready to for me to be your wife and you to be my husband? So that really kind of that kind of scared me a little bit, not you know, at that point. Now, it would have been different if he was wasn't in that situation, then I wouldn't take it, you know, that way. But since he's there and I have not seen him yet, that really kind of just threw me over the loop a little bit. But mm-hmm. as far as me being naive and gullible, I mean, I don't feel like I am. I mean, yeah, I'm still learning me and I'm still learning how this life goes. But I feel like with me, you the only way you're able to learn some things, you got to go through some things. You know, people can tell you don't do this and don't do that. But the way I look at it, you know, when people tell you not to do certain things, you're going to end up doing it anyway, because I want to experience that, that part. So that way I can understand. So I know how it felt. You feel me? Yeah. But as far as me being gullible or naive, I don't think so because I know I'm very careful and I can really, you know, I can sense somebody is not giving, is BSing me, you know, but I truly feel it in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit that this guy is really who he is, you know? Uh, do, uh, do you feel like because, you know, because you are single and because of the lack of meeting anybody of quality, that you know, my man kind of he, he came he came around at the right time. Is it you know just one of them feeling? What do you think? Honestly, I'm like I say when I reached out to him, my mind was not really based on looking for love. That was the last thing on my mind. My my mind was at that moment was just to reach out and do a good deed for somebody that has not have any type of interaction from anybody outside, you know, from jail, you know, mm-hmm. like I say, he's been in there for 15 years since he was 17 years old. So I looked at that like, okay, let me bless this man. Let me see, you know, let me start something, you know, give him something to, you know, brighten up his day. My mind was literally not looking for love out of him. That was not my intention at all. However, me talking to him more, in learning him more, it made me feel the way I feel today, you know? So that was my intent at that point. But now it's kind of like, I'm now I'm in this situation now I'm actually, I got feelings for him. I'm not going to lie to you. I do have feelings. But am I doing this for the fact that I'm single and I have not had no type of, you know, success from meeting other guys and having a successful relationship? Absolutely not. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. I, do, you, mm-hmm. 
do you think that if you were dating someone on a serious level, you would still be talking to him? Um, can you repeat it? Because um, I, I didn't, I didn't quite catch that. Do you feel you were dating someone that was like right now, like person that you were dating someone that you would be talking to, buddy? Well, still be talking to him if, if mm-hmm. I'm dating somebody. Is that what you're saying? Well, like, like if you do feel like you would have even caught feelings for him had you been dealing with someone on a significant level. Mm. That's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna come back to that if you don't mind. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you, you call me right there. You call me right there. So I'm like, let me think on that. So that's, yeah. that's cool. That's but, cool. It's not. Yeah. It's not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, now, I mean, I think is on to the path that you're on. Because I'm assuming you and him talk every day. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually right. talked to him literally like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I assume yeah. that if you, it's only natural if you stay on the same course that you're on that mm-hmm. feelings become stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, mm-hmm. if feelings come strong, then you find yourself falling in love with said individual. Now, having said that, do you see yourself mm-hmm. waiting until he gets out of jail to actually start something? Oh, um, well, like, well, you know, at this point, I feel like the love is already there. I love, mm-hmm. I love him for who he is as a person. You know, I love the fact that he's been in there for so long and his mindset is still good. You know, he's not in a bad place mentally. He's in a very good place mentally, you know, and that's what I love about him. You know, he's 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 very strong minded, you know, and that makes me like him even more because for one, I thought he was going to be one of types where, you know, he's very negative. He just, you know you know just not in a good place mentally but he's extremely optimistic about the future you know he always talk about you know what he's going to do when he comes out you know he has a a goal he has dreams he got plans and that's what I do like you know especially in that especially in a guy in that type of situation where he's been in there for more than what he's supposed to be in you know which I don't really want to get out all his information for you know as far as why he's there but yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, of course I love him. I do. I mean, yeah, it's you can't help who you love, regardless of the, you know, the length of the the relationship or the friendship. Is that I'm the type of person where if you show me some type of, you know, of care, love, and affection, and you and I'm and I'm able to be myself. I, you allowing me to be myself to you. Definitely, yeah. I feel some type of I feel love with that. I feel the love, you know, and I love him for who he is, and that's just the bottom line. Regardless of where he's located and regard regardless where he's at, I feel like people deserve a second chance. Like I say, I gave him a chance, and he took a chance on me because he did not have to respond back to me, but he did, and I wasn't doing it out of out of you know I felt sorry for him, but no, I feel like in my heart I feel like if I was in his shoes. I don't want somebody to reach out to me, you know? So I did it out of, out of, out of the goodness of my heart, you know? 
that was me. That's just who I am, Antoine. So, okay, I got you. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you said you said he he doesn't potentially get out for what? How? Well, when when does he potentially get out? Um, he's potentially he got seven more years out of his. He he was sentenced twenty two years. Mm-hmm. Technically, he's doing years for something that he did not do. Okay. Right. So you basically, you, you don't got to disclose. You don't got to yeah, disclose. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to give out you. too much. But like right. I say, I just leave right there. That's that's fine because the fans be listening. Now, right. um, seven seven more years. Do you feel like that's pretty much putting your life on hold for someone for seven years? You think you can right. do that? Well, I've been doing it for so long. I don't. I mean, I don't see why not. I, but, you, I mean, I get it. Pre- I get what. You, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. That's not that's not for I mean that's not for someone who doesn't get out for seven years as far as what you did previously. Previously it's basically you not meeting anyone that, you know, up to your standards. This is basically mm-hmm. saying I'm putting myself on hold for you for what could or could not actually happen. Now keeping uh granted, I mean, if you do do that, it would be fifty mm-hmm. fifty, he get out of jail and what you'd be thirty seven when he gets up? Mm, I'm 30. I'll be 32 next month. So I'll be close. I'll be around 38. 38. Close to 38. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. your life that you of course can't get back. And again, that you potentially will be putting your life on hold for. Now, do you with Jacks feel like you could do that? You know what? Only time can tell. You know, I can't really say yes nor no. It all depends on how it goes. I, I, that's you, something I... But... Go ahead, go ahead, go like, ahead. Are you are you prepared? Because it sounds as though you obviously I feel as though you're giving us some you giving some thoughts. So do you I mean mm-hmm. are you prepared are you preparing for that? Well, we had discussed this and mm-hmm. I did give him my thoughts on that, you know, because he he is trying to get out early, which he is working on right now. It's possible he might get out in two years. I if, if that's the case. I will wait. Two years, that ain't nothing but seven years. Woo! I'll be close to forty. You know, well, I'm already getting gray time. hair. Right, I'm uh, already getting gray hair already. So I can imagine how I'll be at that time. But like I say, we did have an an adult conversation when it comes to that, because you know he's he's not in the same state that I in. He's in Detroit, and mm-hmm. I'm in North Carolina, so that's like twelve hours away from me. So my thing is this. He told me this. He was like, Whitney, if you feel like, you know, if you need to go on a couple of days just to, you know, see how it is out there, go ahead. Do it. I'll still be here. You know, so I'm like this. I'm like, okay, I will do that. However, what if I meet somebody out here and he's way more than him? then I'm in a, I'm in a situation is going to be hard to get out, you know? So honestly, like I told you, this was not my intent. I was just trying to be there for him. But like I say, the feelings came in and it just took over. So now I'm kind of like, I'm in the middle. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm in the middle with it. Now, I completely agree. You can't help who you love. You can't help who you fall for. And I think that is just, I mean, that's just natural, man. When feelings mm-hmm. take over, it's hard to 
to fight feelings. And I mean, some people don't want to fight feelings because I mean, certain things they haven't felt before ever mm-hmm. in life and they just want mm-hmm. that chance to feel it. And I mean, even if it's a 1% chance of you feeling something, then I completely get it. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, you know, to play devil's advocate, going set, potentially waiting seven years for something that can't or happen. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that I think that may be a little excessive, but again, you know, you can't help who you love, like you said. Of course, of course, but you know, we had discussed this, you know, numerous of times, and like I say, he did, you know, recommend me. He advised me go ahead, and go on, go on a couple of dates, you know, because he knows that you know he know where he at. I know where he at. He know he can't do much, but the conversation and communication, you know, but. But I do miss the the physical touch of a man, you know, and that's something he cannot give me because his body is for is in under the state at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why he he he's willing. He's allowing me to go on a few dates, you know, because he knows if I was he was in my shoes, he would feel the same way. So we agreed on that. But. If I do wait seven years and if it don't happen, I just know for sure. Like I say, my concern is I just want to build a friend. I want to build that friendship with him. You know, mm-hmm. you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, they come and go. But friendship to me lasts more. You know, to me, he is my best friend. He is my best friend, you know, regardless. And but, yeah, the love is there, you know, and we're being, you know, adult about it. You know, because like I said, we at that age where, you know, we want to get married. We want to have family. And that's and that's that. But we can't because of where he's at. So that's where the love come from. He loved me so much. He he want me to date. He wants me to, to go out and see other men, but still talk to him, you know, because he want to make sure that I'm happy. That's his main concern, which I'm not used to that. You know, I never met a guy like that. He he wants me to be happy. He wants me to date. But in the back of his mind, he do want me. You know? So that's why I'm 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 a little conflicted, you know? Because what if I do date and I meet a wonderful guy just just as equal as him and let's just say he proposes to me. That I do think about. You know, that that is a hard thing to swallow, you know? Mm-hmm. It's that's tough. That is that is tough, you know. And th- like I said, I was not expecting none of this at all. None. It just happened, you know. It just happened. It's, a, it's hard, and not speak from experience. It's hard to talk to or or be with, not even be date other people when mm-hmm. your heart and mind are still on someone else so that that would be kind of difficult to to you know date if you still pretty Mm -hmm. much only got eyes for that man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that'd be a little a little difficult to be to be honest oh yeah it it is i'm not gonna lie to you what i'm going through is very difficult but i'm strong enough to deal with it i mean i'm if i'm strong enough to be single for these X amount of years, then I'll set this challenge, you know, because like I say, love conquers all. That's how I believe love is love is everything. You know, if that man loved me that much and he still wants me to live my life because he in the back of his mind, what he wants, he's not going to get, you know, which we already, you know, accepted that he accepted it, you know, but 
at the end of the day, he's, he wants me to be happy and I want him to be happy. So that's why we're at a stage in our life where we just want to be friends for the, uh, the duration of his sentence. Once he get out, maybe if he get out a little early or regardless, then we'll go there. We'll go that route. We'll see how the thing goes. We'll see how it goes. But right now, I know what I can accept and I know what my what I can do at this current moment. I can only be there for him. I can support him, you know, as far as communication wise. I'll be there for him, you know, as far as having somebody to talk to. But, you know, that's where we are at this point, you know, and that's pretty much all I want at this point. And that's and we agreed on that. We, we totally agree on that. But I just like I said, this is a this is a very tough extremely challenging situation very challenging okay all right mm-hmm. okay i said makes sense all right mm-hmm. now so the what do what would you in the perfect world what would your future look like well my future would be like honestly <laughs> oh well uh, if it was in a perfect world i would definitely marry him because for one um he really shown proof that he is who he is and his love is real, and I feel it. It's, it's, you know, whatever you feel in your heart, you know, if you feel that in there, if you know it's real, why would you let go of that? Why would yeah. you? You know, if it feels that good and it makes you happy, if this person makes you this happy, why let it go? And he do make me happy. You know, it, like I said, I'm the type of person, it don't take much to make me happy. You know, I'm not that type of person where, you know, Yo, you know, I want this. I want that. I mean, take me out to eat. Take me at the best restaurant. You know, you got to have this car. You got to have this. I'm not that tight. I'm the t- I, You know, I'm very laid back, real down to earth. I'm all about conversation, you know, get to know a person. And he allowed me to be that person, you know, and he's he's the same way. It, it's like I'm talking to myself when I talk to him, you know, and that's a rarity in these days, you know, and. I'm not letting this go regardless of where he at. I'm not, I'm not going to let it go. But if, if he was not in prison, yeah, he would be, yeah, we would be walking down the aisle tomorrow. That's how, that's how deep we are. I will walk down to him. I will, I will say yes. If he asks me, I would definitely say yes. So if he Point. asked you, if he, was, if he was out of prison, he asked you right now, you would say yes? Yeah. Yes, I will. I will say yes. You don't think you're resting? Hmm? You don't think you would be rushing that? I mean, no, no. I mean, look, let me just say this. Life is short. Sure. You know, I've been in a situation three months ago where I was in the hospital, I almost lost my life. Mm-hmm. And right now, this is my second chance on life because I was in ICU and I was in intensive care back in August. And I was a very sick person. I had never been that sick in my entire life. It was to the point where I almost died. I was on my deathbed. So what if I had passed on and I, you know, that's it. That's it. I'm done with life. But God gave me a second chance on life. And now I'm looking at life a little bit different. You know, if something is came to my life and it feels good, it might not look good to other people, but at the end of the day, this is my life. I'm the one, I got to make sure I'm happy. I got to make sure that I'm well kept. I got to make sure my health is on deck, you know? Because at the end of the day, health is 
wealth. And love is love. And if I love him that much, and if he asks me today, will you marry me? Yeah, I will. I will marry him. Fair yeah. enough, fair, fair enough, man. Well, you got anything else you want, you want to say? You want to give out your social media in case you want to contact people? Maybe they're in the same situation. You got some questions? Sure, yeah. Um, like I say, um, on Instagram, you can reach me out at Whitney or no, it's WHIT with 8801. And you can find me on Facebook, um, Whitney Jackson. And also, I am a published author, so if anybody want to read a good book, which I had written a nice book three years ago, it's called Wolf, Devil in a Suit, reach me out on Instagram or on Facebook, and I will send the link, and you can take it from there. But if y'all have any questions, any advice, or hell, give me advice about this situation, please contact me. Contact me. Give me all, I mean, because like I say, education is wealth. You know, I like to be educated especially in a situation like this where I've never been in this before. Yeah, I will take any advice. I'm not the type of person where, you know, no, I'm not going to take your advice. No, please come to me. Help me. Help me. You know, help me to help you and I help you to help me. You know, so there it is right there. But like I said, I really do appreciate you reaching out to me and giving me, giving me the, the platform to tell you my story. Because like I said, this story is complex. So, but I definitely do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It's not a problem, man. I appreciate you having. And yes, y'all, if y'all can reach out to her, give her any advice. If you have it, she is willing to take it. I'm firsthand knowing she is willing to take advice. So if y'all can, y'all reach out to my people. All right. Whit, I appreciate you. Man. Thank you for coming. No problem, Antoine. Thank you. And you take care, okay? All right. One. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So we are live on the So Me podcast. You already know vibes. You already know who I am. So I will let you introduce yourself with all that noise that you got going on. Sorry. <laughs> um, my name is Sierra. Um, oh, I don't know what to say. Sierra for all the fly fellas. My name is Sierra for all the flat fellas. Hello. Okay, enough of that. All right, enough of that. All right. And please let them know where you're from, where you reside, all that other good stuff. I am from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, yeah, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's super cold here. We have a lot of snow. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody, nobody would dare come there with the actual snow. So, okay, so going off of what we previously talked about, what we've already talked about so many numerous days, uh, full disclosure, me and CC work together, we've known each other for a while now, good good friend, I will definitely not deny that, very good ear to actually talk to. Now, the, the premise of this episode here, as me and you have already discussed, is dealing with people who are or were incarcerated. Now, we're not going to get too much deep into your backstory with that, but we are going to, you know, if you can just kind of mention a little bit as far as what your knowledge is on that specific subject, please. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, it's really a, a kind of a touchy topic, I must admit. Yes, I have dated a few guys that have been incarcerated. I have dated guys that 
were and then got off from incarceration. So I am pretty familiar. Okay. Now let me let me what is the what is the what is the hardest part about that? For me and I'm the type of female that I like attention and I like physical attention. So granted granted I mean, I love the fact that I can get 20 phone calls a day, but outside of those phone calls, after, what, 9 o'clock, I can't hear from that person anymore. And it'd be some days where, wow, I enjoyed our conversation so much that I wish that I could just lay up with this person or just even pillow talk or just even sit down and have dinner with this person. And it's hard because I can't. What's the, I mean, what's the easiest part? Is is there an easy part? Because I would assume the only easy part is knowing that you're mad at you. That and, you know, at any time, you can, you, you can cut that person off. It ain't, oh, I can cut, you know, oh, I'm done with him. And then next thing you know, you might walk outside and here he is pulling up with balloons and things like that. No, you can easily cut that man off, um, block that number. <laughs> and that that'd be it, or or I would say like I don't have to deal. You can easily reject the call. Mm-hmm. True, easy. I have a I have a friend who was actually on the beginning part of this podcast, so maybe at the end I don't know where I'm going to put it, but she's currently talking to someone who is incarcerated. I love for you to talk to her and just kind of give her your experience on it because I think she's a little she's Absolutely. she's she's going through mixed emotions with that right now. So you know. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all two can link up and kind of discuss exactly what what's been what you've been through as well as you know what she's been going through and just kind of go from there. Absolutely, I would I love that. Okay, all right, I'm definitely good with that. Now, uh, if we can get into some some other stuff with that, um, as far as the, the the situation that I know of. You know, what me and you have had countless conversations about. We're not going to say his name on this podcast, but we know what we're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, with that situation, was that someone that did you, you, you and him got close when he was already incarcerated? Or was it, you know, you knew him beforehand and y'all was talking and then he got incarcerated? How was that? I knew him beforehand. So I knew him before he was incarcerated. I'm not going to say that we were close, close. We were just kicking it, going to go have some fun, drinks, and that was it, going about mm-hmm. our way. Mm-hmm. And then when he kind of get got got incarcerated, you know, he reached out to a mutual friend. And, yes, we did get closer once he got incarcerated. Okay. Now, did you ever at any point feel as though because he was incarcerated now, because you knew him beforehand, did you ever feel like that it was just on some – I have all this time now and Sierra is giving me her time. So now I, you know, I can show her attention because I'm really not dealing with anyone else. Or was it more so just kind of genuine? You guys develop feelings for each other and you just kind of wanted to see where it went. Um, For me, with that prior, with that specific situation, I would say that it's 50-50. At the beginning, I felt like it was genuine because I came in as, you know, wow, you're really going through the situation right now. I'm pretty sure you don't have anybody here for you. You can just, you know, lean on me, whatever. And that's kind of how our relationship developed out was just me being there for him. But as time got by and I really got to know this person, got to really see his true side, yes, I kind of feel like maybe he probably did just use me as a, let me just hold her around me until I, you know, till time gets by. 
Now, did you ever at any point felt like you were wasting time kind of dealing with him? Um, it was times where I did feel like I was wasting time. Um, but at the same time, I was also, I would say 50-50. I do feel like I was wasting my time because, yes, it was something that I was taking seriously. As in the other 50-50 is that I was kind of disciplining myself as a woman. Okay. you, I do want to be in this press relationship. And granted, we see so many relationships where people do go to jail. So it's like I'm disciplining myself as this is my man. I'm going to be celibate and wait for him and hold him down and try to be the perfect woman t- to him. And for him. Okay, okay, definitely, definitely makes sense. Any any regrets on that? Um, I don't regret being a good friend to him, but I do regret opening up my heart to him as much as I did. Okay, I should have. I should have just. I mean, well, as like I said, as time got by, I got to realize how the person that he is. I got to realize certain situations that he was still involved in that it wasn't disclosed at the beginning. Once we were already in love, once we were already planning our future, that's when everything kind of just came out and it was like, oh, wow, you still have this going on. Oh, wow, you're still trying to find yourself. Oh, wow, you still have other things. Okay. Would you Would you have waited for him? Because he, cause he's, still, he's still in right now, right? He's still in, is, is in right now. He will be home October coming up. October, November coming up of 2020. 2020, okay. All right. And so would you, you would have, if that things gone straight, you would have waited for him? Um, <laughs> if things would have gone straight, absolutely. One thing that I ask when I date any guy, one my three things is time, attention, and consistency. And I felt like I was such the perfect woman to him. And when we did get into little knickknack fights and things, he would push me away. Okay. He wouldn't want me to come see him. Or I don't know. Can I can I share an example? Yeah, yeah. Perfect example. The last time that he saw me was Mother's Day of this year. He recently got moved to a closer prison that was 15 minutes away from my house. He was only there for six months in the whole time he would nitpick with me and, you know, I want to see you, but he don't want to see me. Now he got into some trouble where he's two hours away and now he's upset because he hasn't seen me since Mother's Day. Hmm. So, you know. That makes no no sense. Yeah. (laughs) When I wanted to see you, when you were just 20 minutes away, instead of a 30-minute drive, now you're two hours and you realize that you should have took the opportunity to send, which he apologized about, but it's it's kind of like it's too late. I'm, I'm getting older, so it's like I don't have time for games anymore. Okay. When dealing with someone who is in the prison system, I mean, I, I don't know how visitation works, but how often did you go see him? When everything was cool, how often did you go see him? When he first, when he first got into the prison, I was dealing with him when he was in the county, which was downtown, 15 minutes. So when he first got into the prison, it was an hour away from me, and I was going once a week and once on a weekend, once a week, once on a weekend. When he was downtown, I was going to go see him every Saturday and Sunday morning at 730. And then when he got moved to like an official prison, at least one week, oh, I would go see him once a week still and once on a weekend. Okay. Now, when, and I guess my thing when it comes to people dealing with anyone who actually is incarcerated, 
when when you when your people, when your friends, family, anyone, when they find out that any of them think negative upon it, like you shouldn't actually be doing that, did anyone try to dissuade you from talking to buddy, or was it just more so? Listen, this is mine, and this is all I care about. How was that? Um, it was kind of. I have a lot of people that was just they knew him and they knew of his situation. They were just kind of like, you know, hey, I don't think that's a good person for you. But I've also had the people where if he's making you happy and willing to, I have a five-year-old son, so if he's willing to make you happy, love you and your son, then go for it. Just be careful. Um, my family were, you know, okay, whatever. Another guy that you're dating, we'll see how this turns out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the friends more so any anybody was any any positive anybody had any positive feedback like that's good for you like that? yeah i did one two of my cousins was just like you know hey i'm I'm happy for you if this is what you want to do we support you 100 percent. but you know just be careful because the situation he's in jail you don't want him to use you and everybody mm-hmm. knows about jail talk but mm-hmm. i had a lot of people that were supporting me what is what is jail talk for people who don't know what that is? That's when they sweet talk you, and then when they when they come home two weeks later, they gone. Mm, that's 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 a thing. That's that really is a thing. Yeah, that's that is exactly what they call jail talk. When you answer the phone, they whisper sweet nothings to you through the phone. They promise you a skyscraper building when when he come home, and then when you come home, you realize, wait a minute. Oh, he's out with his guys at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's not coming home till 6. All these things that he promised you while he was in jail, he's not giving to you while he's out of jail. Have you experienced jail talk or know anyone who actually has? I know a few people in my city that experienced jail talk. I actually, one one of my friends, when I was close to we were before, but she dated a guy for three years and he was in prison. They were actually dating long before he went to prison. She held him down when he got home from prison, and like that first year, they broke up. Why they break up? Because it was just all jail talk. He was just full of shit. Yeah, I guess once he came home, he wanted to make up for lost time. Hmm. Okay, and that's 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 kind of what I feel like happens the majority of the time. I think a lot of people feed a bunch of nonsense because they don't don't have anybody to talk to, and then. As soon as they get out, it's a little different. I don't know what's in any man's heart or anybody's heart, even female for that example. You know, any man who might be doing that. So, but yeah, it just always, I just kind of feel like anyone should just kind of be leery when it comes to that. I mean, you agree, you disagree, what do you think? I feel as you, you, you should be careful and, you know, if you feel like something's not right, speak up on it. Mm-hmm. I think people feel like, like you said before, he's in jail, he's not cheating on me. You don't know. You can't go visit him every day, every hour. You can't call the person and be like, how many visits did he have today? You don't know. So for me to be 50-50, always be careful. But then again, if it's something that you want, go for it. Okay. True, true indeed. True indeed. Okay. Well, I, I do have to cut the podcast a little short. Now, before I go, would you like to give out your social media so people can follow you, maybe ask any questions, anything like that? Yes, and if you want to follow me, my Snapchat is Beauty Black Diva. My Instagram is Sierra, C I A R R A, The Don. I don't know why it's that, but that's how you find me. <laughs> and um, Sierra Nicole on Facebook, C I A R R A with two R's. Nicole, M I C O L E. All right, you want, you, want, I mean, you want to tell them about your shoe business? 
Yes, I do have an online shoe store for my ladies. It's called Boss Lady Shootique, which is um, our Instagram and our website as well, www.bossladyshootique.com. We do have a 10% sale going on. We also have a few of our old summer shoes that are on sale for $10 as well. So, yes, definitely, ladies, check that out, bossladyshootique.com. All right, make sure you had to go to plug. So, CC, I, I appreciate you jumping off of this for me. And, you know, I, you know, I, I hit you up a little bit later on. Right? Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, I appreciate it. All right. Is the outro, man. I haven't done an outro in a minute, but I felt as though I had to throw one on this episode. Uh, make sure I close it out right. So I hope y'all enjoy what you listen to. Uh, as always, again, I appreciate you actually listening, taking the time out your busy schedule to hear the boy. Really do appreciate that. I'm trying to grow the pod. It's getting there. You know what I mean? You know, you get people asking where the pod, where the pod. I appreciate everyone who's been who's been sitting there waiting with bated breaths on the All Drinks On Me podcast. So... I'm gonna we're gonna come back. I don't know if it's gonna be this week, uh, but I'll make sure I give you all a double episode, a double weeks, two episodes in one week because I just feel as well I owe y'all for that because that's my bad. But again, rate, review, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your pops, tell your sister, your brother, anybody, man, just tell them all. Just, just let them know that this is podcast that's pretty dope. You need to go back and listen to the episodes. If this is your first time listening, let's go back and listen to the previous episodes, baby. Let me know what y'all think, man. Give me your opinion. I appreciate it. I need it. I need it all. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, kid, got to get out of here. Y'all have a great day, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Later.